Our Lent here at St. Bernadette began with the words, repent and believe in the gospel. Repent. Turn away from any notion we might be harboring that we can, with our skill, influence, power, or prestige, bring about our own salvation. Repent. We cannot. In this life, many of us are quite successful, successful at asserting our will over circumstances in order to win. We can then, it seems to me, quite naturally assume that the same can be done to secure our eternity. Repent. We cannot. Like the incurable leper from a couple of Sundays ago, we need the miraculous intervention of God to be healed. When it comes to salvation, you see, we are all of us beggars. That healed leper story from a couple of Sundays ago is echoed in this Sunday's story of Abraham's aborted sacrifice of his beloved son, Isaac, in that both stories involve a swap. Jesus swaps places with the hurting and enslaved so that the hurting and the enslaved can be freed. For you see, although Abraham's story ends today with him sacrificing some nearby ram whose horns were stuck in a bush in place of his son Isaac, the real swap is named in our gospel. It is God the Father's beloved son, Jesus, who will become the sacrifice. Only Jesus' obedient surrendering of his life destroys our eternal death. Only Jesus' divine unity with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit eradicates our eternal separation from the same. Clearly stated, Jesus swaps places with us so that we might be saved from eternal death. Repent, therefore, from any illusions of salvation from any other self-generated source. Only our union with Christ saves us. Repent and believe in the gospel. Believe in the gospel. Paul's letter to the Romans, pericope, that we hear today, is often selected for funerals. It is reassuring <clears throat> to 
be reminded in the face of our death that the same God who did not spare his own son for love of us continues to extend his hand in friendship to save us. This is the good news of the gospel that we are called to believe. But we must, in our freedom, grab that divinely extended hand. This is what believing in the gospel looks like. Doing the will of God. Because our God-given, divinely guaranteed freedom to say no to God and to God's will is so absolute our yes to God's will becomes our means of grabbing God's extended hand in friendship. Our yeses to God's will in our daily lives graft us to Christ precisely because of our freedom to refuse. So you see, the problem is not our ability to say no to God's will. That's God's gift to us. The problem is that we do say no. Something the devil works hard to make easy to do. The tempter, for example, encourages us to flip-flop our will for God's will such that in our prayer it's as if God works for us instead of the other way around. Although we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we can live as if we're saying, my kingdom come, my will be done. But God doesn't serve our will. We serve God's will. The tempter also encourages us, ever so subtly, to reduce church teaching to just one of many opinions rather than the divinely inspired instruction that it is. Then, Whatever serves my will becomes the truth I embrace, while the rest I dismiss as irrelevant. But as ridiculously human and messy as it is, our church, through our Holy Spirit-guided discernment, study, tradition, and faith, is Jesus' created articulator of God's will. More than just one opinion among many, our church's teaching as articulated by our leadership is our guide to knowing God's will today. Wrestle with it. It's okay. Challenge it. Let it challenge you. But don't dismiss it. 
I'll close with this tip I have for learning how to do God's will. Really want thy kingdom come, thy will be done? Then do what we pray after we say, give us this day our daily bread. Trust God will provide for you. Do what we say after we pray. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive your enemies. Release the chains of revenge. Want thy kingdom come, thy will be done? Then do what we say after we pray. Deliver us from evil. Live generously for others as a celebration that Jesus entered willingly into his passion to swap places with us. This Lent, don't let repent and believe in the gospel just be words spoken when ashes were smeared on your head. Do it 